It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. throw this out there to each and every one of you. If you're walking down the street and you see $100, what are you going to do? Are you going to pick it up off the street or are you going to keep walking? Well, of course you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to MyBookie. MyBookie, it's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with MyBookie if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet football this season, bet with MyBookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. That's right, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. All you need to do is join now and go to MyBookie. MyBookie will double your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code REALIST to activate the offer. That's promo code REALIST. And visit MyBookie.ag today. Remember, folks, when you use MyBookie, you play, you win, and you most certainly get paid.
of knowledge that will drop right to your favorite podcast server every single day. No topics are off limits. Anything and everything is covered. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Dan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing today? I hope you're doing wonderful no matter where you are in the world, no matter where, what's going on in your life. My Lord have mercy, I hope it's all good. And if it's not, if things are wild and woolly, if you have more problems than Donald Trump and uh, the uh, president of the, the Ukraine, <laughs> And I hope it all gets better. And for those guys, too, man, I, you know, if they, they need to get impeached or out of office or something needs to settle down, whatever. Come on, man, let's have it all settle down and get back to a little bit of normalcy in life. But I don't know. It doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. But today's show, folks, I had a great one today. And I was thinking as I'm um, see, I'm always thinking. As I see people, I'm watching people on television, and it could be, um, I, I don't know, I watch politicians, I watch people on, you know, talk shows, I listen to people being questioned on interviewers, or rather by interviewers, and, uh, you know, I think there's some phrases that are just complete BS, and, and they have to go, or they're code for another thing. I mean, I, I was amazed at um, the um, hearing with the uh, director of national intelligence where this guy was a Navy SEAL, a respected guy. And for Jesus sake, he just couldn't answer an honest question. He was a, he's such an honest guy. He's, he's a wonderful guy. He's a hero. Maybe, maybe all those things. But for crying out loud, how the hell were you ever a Navy SEAL? Somebody said, hey, where are the bad guys? What did you do? Him and Hans say, well, he might be over there. I can't quite say for certain. No, you'd give a straight answer. And it reminds me of one of my favorite Westerns, the uh, outlaw Josie Wales. Wales, where uh, Will Sampson plays um, an Indian chieftain who lets Josie Wales live because he says, you speak with iron in your tongue. You know, other white men, other soldiers, they don't have iron in their tongue. You know, it's basically saying you're an honest guy. You know, you may be, uh, you know, somebody I should kill, but I'm not going to because you're a rarity. You're an honest guy. You say what's obvious. You know, you tell the truth. Uh, you know, you speak with iron in your tongue. And uh, again, that made me think of these constant phrases that people use, again, that are bullshit, they're BS. The first one is one that, I, that I'm glad to see that's going out of use, although I, although I see people use it all the time. And um, yeah, I get the idea why it's, it's not gonna be used anymore because it becomes a catch-all for everything. And that's our thoughts and prayers are with you. And I, when bad shit happens, you know, people have a hard time, you know, figuring out what to say, you know, do they want to be profound? Do they want to be sympathetic? Do they want to stoke the fires of anger or whatever else it is? How about a psychologist? And I don't have the right answer for everything. I have thoughts and prayers is a safe way to go. But uh, what I say now is, uh, if, you know, if I know the person, which I usually do or whatever, I'll, I'll just be honest. I'll say, Your husband died, you know, oh, I know you loved him for a long time. No, that's dreadful. I'll say. And some people say, why would you tell them that that's dreadful? It's a normal, it is a normal thing, but it's still dreadful. My wife died. Uh, it would be dreadful. 
And if she dies before me, it'll, it will be dreadful. And hopefully when I die, you know, people won't be dancing in the streets going, yay. No, it'll be dreadful for them too. And I know people want to say their thoughts and prayers, but what the hell does that mean? I'll tell you what I think it means. And it's the point of this show. And I, and I wish people would just be more painfully honest. I think it really means when somebody says their thoughts and prayers are, are, are with you, I think people are really saying they are sorry. I'm really sorry that happened to you. But at the same time, man, uh, I'm glad that it didn't happen to me. And my thoughts and prayers are with you, but they're really with me too, that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I hope everything is okay in my life. And uh, let me go to the doctor and check something out in the future. Or let me take better care of myself. <laughs> you know, uh, I got by on that one. Now, maybe you think I'm being too jaded on that. I don't think so. People, um, people are just people. They're not being bad when they're saying, hey, man, I really am sorry that somebody died and it breaks my heart, but I'm glad it wasn't my wife or husband or glad it wasn't my kid or whatever. And, you know, you should feel blessed when it's not your turn in the barrel. So maybe thoughts and prayers is not the best thing to uh, keep giving to people. Try and have uh, a more genuine response. Uh, the other one is a favorite of mine, and I saw this so much at the hearings. I see it all the time. I was at my granddaughter's parade today, and I even saw it, you know, to, uh, to the police officers or whatever that were, you know, going down. You know, they're riding the car, and, you know, they're, they're beeping the horn, and the firemen are doing everything. It's wonderful. It's such a slice of Americana. And you're waving at the cops, and you're happy for them and everything. And then people with the military, my, my son is, a, you know, a disabled veteran, a big-time veteran. I mean, I'm a veteran. I, I tell people, please don't thank me. I didn't do anything important. Uh, but you'll see people in this. I did a show on this. Yeah, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. This is one that drives me crazy. I think it's great if you do something and you're a hero and, you know, you should be recognized. Hey, man, congratulations on your medal. Thank you for protecting the country, whatever. And I know thank you for your service is the same thing. I don't think it needs to be a fucking automatic thing every time you see somebody in uniform. I was a public servant for over 40 years, a real public servant. And I can tell you, just as a military person would sit there and save us against harm with enemies, Myself and my colleagues uh, gave up our entire lives. And I shouldn't say gave up because we didn't. We got to protect and serve and care for, uh, you know, your sons, your daughters, your family members and do one, you know, wonderful things. And I could say to all the nurses, hey, thank you for your service. I could say to all the PTs and OTs, thank you for your service. And I'm not talking about 50 people or 100 people. I'm talking thousands and thousands of people in a lifetime. Wonderful things that change families, people, and things for the better. Just as important, uh, maybe more so in many ways, than somebody, you know, shooting somebody or going off to war and everything else like that. And uh, yeah, there's a cost to pay for that too. But we got thank you for your service every two weeks, and that was our paycheck. And we got thank you for your service from if you're a mature clinician or a mature military person. Yeah, you don't want to be spit on by the public and a parade is a nice thing to do and people cheer and yarn and everything else. And you, you do deserve that. But not every time you, you, that you, you know, cross the line, you know, do, do you need thank you for your service? Thank you. Thank you. You know, for every guy who goes into combat, I think the number is there's seven other people that uh, have to work in non-combat positions to get that, you know, person, all the things 
that he needs. We're not thanking, you know, uh, you know, d- does the cook need thank you for your service? No, oh, thank, thanks for cooking a good meal. You know, you, you're, that, that's, that's okay. Let the guys who he's cooking for tell him that. You know, even in World War II with all the casualties, with the vast number of people, only a very small number of people actually served in combat. And uh, that's an amazing thing. More importantly than that, and I'm not being an old curmudgeon, is that that's another one of these things in code. It's lip service for saying, thank you for your service, brother or sister. Thanks for doing that dirty job that I don't want to do. Namely, you know, leaving my nice, comfortable home, uh, going in a dangerous situation or providing some service for a couple of years for the, to, to the country. Now, I know I was drafted. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, I really hated the draft. Uh, you know, I really didn't like that. And I didn't like it for a number of years. But when I look back on it now, you know, I understand why um, a, mil- a voluntary mil- military has a lot of better um, attributes to it than a conscripted one. But not really. It, it's a real tough one. Maybe there should be a year's kind of public service. Every swinging dick gets off you know, they get out of putting some skin in the game. So therefore, you don't vote. You don't care if wars drag on. You're not going to serve. You're not going to do anything. So why do you give a shit? And that's code. Thank you for your service. Again, it's thanks for doing that job that I don't have to worry about. You know, there you go. So I'd like to see that one go bye bye. Except in rare occasions. Here's another one. I've seen uh, that that really <laughs> troubles me a great deal. I think it's totally bullshit. And it's this new response that politicians use to things that are clearly wrong and they're right in your face. But there's some kind of partisan issue, uh, you know, to that uh, where they say, uh, I, I, I saw the re- what do you think about the president with what he did with blah, blah, blah. You think he should be impeached. Why are we going on to a big thing about that? The guy, you know, yeah, I guess, you know, you want to track down other people involved. You, you have a it's I and mean, we don't have a transcript. We have a memorandum of a letter, which is damning enough. The guy admits it. He was extorting somebody to get dirt on a political opponent. It's, it's against all the ethical and other norms of a president of the United States. And it's also a criminal. It's also a, an inappropriate activity. I don't know if it's criminal or not. My goodness gracious, these are, people are our allies and they needed the military supplies to protect themselves. He could have cost people their lives. I mean, he might have by withholding javelin missiles while a country is occupied by Russia, the Crimea. So what do you say you're deeply disturbed? Or if you're the director of national intelligence and he's being asked or other people being asked by Congress, do you think that's the appropriate thing? For Christ's sakes, how could you be a Navy SEAL and supposedly be an intelligent person and being a person? Well, I don't know. I can't comment. You can't comment on that? Well, what if I took my penis out and, and, and uh, you know, jumped up and down on the, uh, on the floor of the Senate and I was the president? Could you comment on that? It's the same damn thing. And it really is. One is one is as inappropriate as the other. What difference does it make? Why can't you simply tell the truth? Why do you have to be deeply disturbed in a buzz world? You know, you, but that's a code word. Deeply disturbed means I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything that upsets me with the base. I'm not gonna do anything that uh, that uh, 
could lower my chances of getting elected. And I want to see how the polls work first. I want to see what the numbers are in the polls. You know? And that's another thing. The polls, the polls, the polls. I'm deeply disturbed. Let's see what the polls say. And the polls say that people will allow me to be deeply disturbed. I'll take it for it. That's wrong. And that's such bullshit. It's cowardice. And that's why government doesn't work as well as it should. So it's code for just saying I'm being cagey. And speaking about being cagey, here's the the last one that I want to choose for today. I don't want to beat it to death because it's been one hell of a historic week in the United States of America. And uh, forgive me for doing a lot of political shows and making a lot of uh, commentary, but don't forgive me uh, if you don't want to. It's very important that people speak out and uh, address things honestly and openly. This one where people keep saying, uh, well, you know, you know, now we have to, now that we've got this, we've got to get the whistleblower in here and we've got to get this person and we'll examine the report. And yes, it, it will be good for the theater and it will be good for the optics and it will be good to convince the America, American people of all these wonderful things. But it's like the comment I made about the 12 year old girl who's lecturing people uh, about climate change. It's very good. But she said the same thing in another interview that I said to my wife. What the fuck is she lecturing grown-ups and scientists and everybody else about? She's a kid. That's the job of the adults in the country. That's the job of the voters, of the citizens and everything else. You should be able to see the same damn thing that she's seen. You don't need to examine the facts thoroughly. That's the comment that people make. Well, I know we have this, but we, we have to have another report from the uh, uh, whistleblower. Hey, look, I think, you know, analysis of a situation is great, but there's a thing in management. I, I have done management consulting for most of my career. It's called analysis paralysis. It means you keep analyzing things, getting more and more information, whatever. Hey, look, man, how much information do you need? It's like an old cowboy and Indian movie when the, uh, you know, the Indians got you surrounded and they're all coming charging in there, man. You know, uh, what do you think? What do you think they're going to do? I think they're going to fucking scalp me in about 10 seconds unless I start shooting somebody or getting on my horse and hightailing out here or apologize or whatever. Right. You're going to examine the facts more closely. What do you want to see? How quick you're going to die? Come on, man. Can you imagine if you were in a combat situation and you did that? Can you imagine if you were in a plane and it was heading towards the ground? Or what if you have a medical emergency and somebody stops breathing? What do you want to do? Get the medical dictionary out first? Maybe you know CPR, maybe you don't. But you've seen it on TV enough. You, you, you have some rough idea of how to do it. You see that the person can't breathe. Do something. Press on his chest, you know, for his heart, blowing his mouth. Is it 15 or 10 compressions or not? Hey, start doing something because you can see very clearly that something has happened. It's most likely this or it's exactly this. And, and you have to take some action. Don't delay. Don't delay. Take action. Look at the things that are obvious and act accordingly. And this is another one, like I'm deeply disturbed. This is where people are examining the facts over and over again because they don't want to take the actions they know they should take because uh, they want to check and see what the polls say. They want to check and see what everybody in the family says. They want to check and see if there's something in it for them. That's not the way that we should be acting. You know, we got to stop some of that stuff.
And those are the four phrases that I find are very detrimental right now and the code for them. Thoughts and prayers. You can shoot everybody, kill everybody. You can blow up churches. You can kill kids in school. Uh, my thoughts and prayers are really just terrible. It's a time. The people are going to get through this. Come on. Cut out the bullshit. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Hey, man. It's like a participation uh, award for, for people now. Yeah, you're in the military. Who drafted you? You wanted to be in the military. You wanted to protect and serve. And I really appreciate it. Thank you. But come on, man. Every time do I see you, do I have to say thank you for your service? You're getting paid. You're getting a, you're getting a VA loan for your house. You're getting all kinds of medical benefits. You're getting educational benefits. These are things that you wanted to do. And more importantly than that, uh, you know, let me not be disingenuous with you. 99% of people don't give a shit one way or the other about the military. They're just glad that they don't have to do it. Okay, the same thing, summing it all up with the deeply disturbed, and let me examine the facts. They're stalling jobs so that we can check out the polls, so that we can see, so that we can see what's ex- uh, what works for us. What is the uh, expedient uh, kind of thing to do? What is the expeditious kind of uh, activity we have to get involved in so we don't wind up in uh, uh, kind of a shitstorm? Okay. So all of it is disingenuous. And, uh, you know, uh, I put a comment on my Facebook, uh, which I don't really ever comment anymore on uh, military things or stuff in the, um, you know, stuff in the news. I do a podcast. I have that. Occasionally I'll put something like this week because of the momentous events, at least in my opinion. This is a, a real historic period of time we're living in. So if I'm, you're a podcaster or a citizen, well, talk about it or do shows on it or or whatever, but it's this uh, this lack of just being being forthright. Uh, Mad dog Mattis, the Secretary of Defense, supposedly he's the greatest. He's a general's mind. He's a genius. He's a, like a monk. He's uh, you know blah, blah. And he might be all those things. You know what else he is? He can't fucking tell the truth. He can't say a fucking sentence. And if somebody says to, him, oh, I don't think it's appropriate for me, and blah 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 blah, blah. man, he's like a you know like a third rate lawyer dancing around the DNI Navy SEAL what do you think is this a case of well I think I you know I have to check with the attorney what are you checking with the attorney general for you don't know a shakedown when you see it and you were a vice admiral come on man come on let's get real it's a code work for saying hey man I don't want to make any fucking waves now that's my spiel. And when you stop and think of the things that have um, gone over here, there are things about basically uh, today and on the other shows about we should value the truth, we should tell the truth, and we should stop just trying to look for lies and innuendos and twisting things around so that uh, they, uh, they meet our preconceived notions about things. Because the more we look at things truthfully, the way they really are, and deal with them the way that we ought to, the better off we all are. You, me, and everybody else. And that's what I'm just thinking about. So I hope you like the show. I hope there are a good series of shows this week. Uh, and if they got you fired up and thinking or mad at me or whatever, well, then good. Then good. Then, you, then you're thinking about these things. And that's good. It's better than uh, going to Golden Corral and having the unlimited shrimp or whatever. You know? Your country, my country, our life, the, you know, the earth, 
your fellow man, fellow uh, citizens, uh, and everything else like that are important. And I know you know they're important, and we need to think about them, and we need to think of how they act towards us and we act towards them. So I hope you like this show. Have a great weekend. Be safe. God bless you. I send my love to you. Uh, and uh, if you're interested in becoming a patron on the show, or for the show, rather, uh, please go to www.patreon.com slash Stan Wangland. And I'll give you a series of uh, prompts so that you can uh, help participate in expanding the show. I'd so appreciate it. And if you don't want to, I just appreciate you listening to the show uh, and providing your feedback and support. And if you have any special comments, you can send them to me, uh, swangland, that's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. And please rate and review the show. And hopefully you'll subscribe as well. Well, that's it. Have a good one. I'll catch you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wangland. That's at S. Wangland. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at www.podcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? 
Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.